I think there are three different ways that people respond to the question, can you tell me a story about that? And the difference between them can make a significant difference on the impact that you have going forwards. It's the No Boring Stories podcast. Let's get into it. Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. Because you know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. My friend, if you're confused, you better believe your audience is too, and a confused audience will never buy. That's why I'm here. With over 20 years experience as a speaker and storyteller, each episode bringing you my signature storytelling tools and transformative founder stories, all to help you use storytelling to grow your business and impact like never before. Because when you share your story, you shape the world. I'm your host, Alex Street, and I have had something like 18 different jobs in my life, this present one as your story coach included, and had to go through an interview process for many of those, as you can imagine, from my very first job as a paper boy, delivering papers in my neighborhood for 12 bucks a week, to stocking shelves at the grocery store, to my short stint as a janitor at a hockey arena where I drove a Zamboni and almost crashed into the wall, and then quit after five shifts because it was awful, to being a camp worker, to working at you know the church that I worked at for a long time, and then the organization that I worked at as a leadership facilitator for teenagers. And thankfully, this job, I didn't need to have an interview because the interview process is brutal. Am I right? And so many of us actually freak out when we're given that opportunity, when we have to sit in front of somebody and have them ask us questions about us or specifically about why we might be qualified for the position that they're trying to fill that we want to get paid for. The interview can be a scary place. But it doesn't have to be. If you show up as the storyteller that I know that you can be, then you will stand out in your interviewer's mind long after you leave there. But to do that properly requires you noticing and knowing how you're going to respond to their questions. Now, this, of course, doesn't just relate to job interviews. If you're going out and you're looking for the next job that's going to pay your bills on a regular paycheck, but for my entrepreneur friends out there that are launching and running your own businesses, podcasting, obviously, is a big deal, or getting on stage and being interviewed is a big deal here. It's a great way to get your name out there and to prove that you're an authority and have conversations with people about the thing that you are uniquely positioned to help people with. Well, what is a podcast if not an interview? So when you respond in an interview, whether it's a job interview or a podcast interview, this, what I'm about to tell you, is going to help you significantly as you decide how am I going to show up and am I actually telling the story that connects with my audience or am I telling a story that is pushing them further away. Because if you're like me, then you're hearing a lot of people out here talking about storytelling. Use storytelling. Use storytelling. It's a way to capture your audience's attention. You captivate them. You make them make an emotional decision. And yes, obviously, that's all true. Go listen to my other 120 episodes about how storytelling is so significant. I definitely believe this, but they're missing something. They're missing the fact that storytelling is you 
Storytelling is first for you about discovering you. And the more that you know this, the more that you are going to show up authentically. Now, I'm actually going to do a whole other podcast episode about what that really leads to. But in this case, this is about self-awareness. This is about you showing up and truly demonstrating that you know who you are. And here's the three ways that people try to answer this question. And the third one, I think, is really the only one that stands out as a storyteller. But we are showing up as all three of these at any given time and maybe not even knowing it. So if you are looking to connect with your audience, you're looking whether the audience is one person in front of you or 1,000 people in front of you, and you want to tell a story, then you've got to be the third version of these people that I'm about to talk about, okay? But let's walk through it. Let's imagine you're at a job interview. We'll go back to that scenario. Maybe you're uh, interviewing for the janitorial role that was recently vacated by a uh, young <laughs> young adult named Alex um, 20 years ago. And you are going in for this job because you want to, because you need some cash, right? So you sit there and the interviewer asks you the question. Great. Tell me about yourself. Tell me a story about yourself. And you say, oh, excellent. I can tell you about myself. I have worked at a a grocery store and I worked at a a retail clothing store and I have been a janitor at a school and so working for this job is really a no-brainer for me. Mhm. Great. You're bored, right? You're already bored. You probably want to skip ahead. You wanted to skip through what I was doing. It was painful, wasn't it? Because this is how people respond. They say, tell me about yourself. And they tell you the facts of how they got here. They tell you a list of events, a list of moments. Not even moments. They're just telling you qualifications, right? Tell me about yourself. Well, I worked here and I worked here and I worked here. Therefore, now I sit in front of you. That's not about yourself. That's telling me the roles that you have played in your life. Great. All right. Whatever. Not interested. I want to know about you. And so some of us are showing up as storytellers. We're saying that we're storytellers, but we're just telling you the different name tags that I've worn, the different hats that I've worn, the roles that I've been through. This is not a story. This is a resume. Don't show up and tell us about your resume. We can read the resume if we're in a job interview, but for goodness sake, if we're watching and we're trying to learn from you and learn from your content... Somewhere along the way, your role might matter. I might be interested, but that's not who you are. And it doesn't show me that you know who you are. So I lose interest. I don't build trust very quickly with you, and I might go somewhere else. This is what's at stake here. The quicker that you can build trust, the quicker that you can help people see that you actually know yourself, the quicker that they're going to jump on board and trust that you can help them know themselves better and move forward in whatever their goals are. So don't be number one, all right? Number two, the person shows up and thinks that they're telling a great story. Tell me about yourself. Okay, they respond and say, well, I'm here because four years ago I was in a job that I really did not like. And I thought I liked it. <laughs> you know, it was a good job. It was well-paying and uh, good people there. But I... Uh, I was not fit for that actually. I was I was just grinding too hard. I was coming home tired and and it wasn't it wasn't the right thing. And so 
I, uh, well, I got laid off, <laughs> actually, which it turned out to be the best thing. And I've been taking some time, but now it's time to get back uh, out there. And so I've applied for this job um, because I think that uh, here I am and this will be a good role for me. This will be something that I can really fit into and it's a, a good different scenario than where I've been. And I'm really excited to, uh, well, to sweep floors here. Okay, again, somewhat interesting. Some, maybe you gave me a little bit more, right? You went back about halfway in the story, not even halfway. You went back a few years, which is where a lot of us get hung up is thinking that the story is in the last main transformation that you experienced. Or there is one moment that happened 12 years ago and you always tell the story starting there. Now what this does is, sure, it tells literally like some storytelling. You've got some elements in there, just painting more of a picture than just the roles that you've played. But now you're telling us about the environment, about the experience, a little bit more about what it was like there but it's still not the whole picture. And so people are out there sharing their story like this, but you'll see that they're starting from a moment not too long ago and saying that that's the beginning of their story. Well, it's not the beginning of their story. There's still 25 plus other years involved in their story. What happened before that? Who were they before that? This still doesn't show me self-awareness. It just shows me that you can list what happened to get you here. You're just a map. You're just telling me the directions that you took to get here, but I don't know why you care, all right? So even when we're talking about storytelling and, and, and how to show up, even though this sounds like, oh, yeah, that's the kind of story I want to tell. That's telling a story. It's still missing something. And when people show up like this and they talk like this, what happens, what's wrong with it is that you think it's the message, you think it's the story that we want to hear. So you tell us the story that you think that we're looking for, but what happens is we sit here and we feel like there's something missing. We feel like there's something inauthentic. We may not be able to put our hands on it, put our finger on it, but that's what it is. You're telling me a story that you think I want to hear, but when you shift out of that and you tell me a story that you have to tell rather than the one that you think I want to hear, that's when we know that you know yourself. And that sounds like this. Tell me about yourself. Well, I, you know, I've always kind of thought that I'm supposed to be in the spotlight. I loved to be on stage as a kid. I loved the applause, and there was something really good about that. But what I found was that I'm actually, that goes to my head a little bit too much, and I, I crave it too much. And so I, I started to put on, you know, different masks. I would try to be whoever I could be for the people in front of me. And that took me to, well, a couple of different jobs. And as I did well in that for like 10 years, you know, I had a career and, and getting promotions and and doing well in that scenario, um, I found that I was always faking it. And so what I'm excited for is to step into a role like this where I can do janitor work. I'm certainly not in the spotlight, but I can serve from behind the scenes because I know that here I can be the best version of myself and help others do their role better. And that's why I'm here. And that's who I am. Story number three, my friends, is absolutely going to get the job. 
the first one are you kidding me i don't care okay i can read your resume i see i see what happened i see the roads that you took to god here the second one is telling me a bit more of the and here's what happened along the way journey but the third one tells me why you're here why this matters to you and if you're really skilled at this then you start to connect that to the audience as well and say and that purpose is just like the purpose that you're moving towards as well you're out here faking it i get that i know what that's like that's why i'm here to help you show up as the best version real and true version of yourself and serve others along the way my friends if you start to show up and be that third storyteller you not only are 100% more captivating than the other versions, you are telling a complete story, a full story, including a transformation. And you are going to be remembered. You are going to stand out. And not only are you going to stand out and be remembered, but you are going to demonstrate an intense amount And not only are you going to stand out and be remembered, but you are going to also demonstrate an immense amount of self-awareness because storytelling is self-awareness. When you know yourself, you know, when you know your story, you know yourself. Again, I'm going to talk about that in another podcast episode. But for today, when we're thinking about the three types of storyteller that you could be, number one, you're not really telling a story at all. Number two, you're telling a story, but it's the wrong story. It's the story that you think we want to hear. Or number three, you're telling your story, the whole story, the true story. When you show up as number three, that's when you get remembered. That's when you stand out. That's when you build trust with your audience, showing a great amount of self-awareness so that you also know that you are on the right path and that this is the right way for you to go. And you can help me as well. Look, this is the power of storytelling. And when we show up, when you know yourself that well, then you show up in any environment, you tell a great story. And that's what we're here about, to help you tell no boring stories. Well, it's good to be back. And I'm so, so grateful for you listening. Truly, you make this everything. I love the feedback. I love it when you respond. You let me know that you're listening. You let me know that something stood out for you. It brings me such great joy to know that we are in this together, growing as storytellers to help shape this world. I am Alex Street. This is No Boring Stories, and we are just getting started. Thanks for listening. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. I'd love to know what you thought of this conversation, so please feel free to reach out to me on my website, on Instagram. In the meantime, honor this conversation, go out in your life, and tell a better story today. We'll see you next time.